Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk. Thank you so very much for the comments that you're leaving and all the great feedback I'm getting from this podcast. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad it's helping you. I'm glad it's entertaining you. My purpose of all these podcasts is to give you information squared or infotainment as I like to call it, where you're learning something but at the same time you're being entertained because studies have proven that when you feel you're being entertained it doesn't feel like someone's trying to shove something in there that sounds a bit rude but it's trying to shove something in there that you don't want to have in there so you don't resist it because you're learning something in a fun uptight not uptight uh, environment so today's episode is entitled seven ways to stay in the now because we all know that mindfulness staying in the present staying in the now is very very important for everyone now it's all over the place it's uh, the earthy crunchy people do it the people who are going to corporations do it now google have people to come in themselves and teach mindfulness all over the world so this is really to help you stay in the now to help you stay in the present to share techniques that i've used personally and with my clients in working with clients for over 21 years now so seven ways to stay in the now and why would you want to stay in the now well it's really important to stay in the now does every moment of every day need to be in the now no because you need to plan for certain things in the future absolutely but most of us spend all of our fucking time in the past worrying concerning about things that happen that we have no control of anymore because they happened or anxiety in ourselves for the future seeing things feeling things hearing things rapidly going the way we don't want to go and very little of us actually spend it in the now. So the more time you get to spend in the now, the happier, healthier, more balanced you're going to be. And most of those other problems that you feel that you're suffering from are going to self-correct, self-regulate all by themselves. And as always, I like to give you practical things, very practical things that you can do right now. I like to give you the how-to. A lot of people like to give you the why. Oh, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to come to my course? Why do you want to read this book? A lot of motivation. Then I'll give you a lot of dry information that you can find. That's that's fine. It's not going to change you, though. Um, But very little uh, do they give you on the how-to, how to practically put this in place. There's a famous book out there called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, or Eckhart Tolle as some people call him. And um, it's a a bestseller. The guy's been on Oprah. He's been all over the shop, this guy, all around the world. Um, However, the book doesn't really tell you how to be in the now. It tells you a lot of why you should be in the now it tells you a lot of uh, what the dense information but it doesn't actually tell you really the practical things that you need to do right now in this very moment to be in the now that's what i'm going to share with you today so step number one the seven things to do to stay in the now step number one how can you ground yourself in the now well first of all be aware of your body so step number one is be aware of your body start of your feet what are your feet doing right now are they flat on the ground like mine can you feel the ground against your feet or perhaps are you wearing socks or shoes what are your feet doing right now what is your what are your legs doing right now what about your butt are you sitting down you standing up what about your lower back is it is it sitting down is it relaxed like me on my couch right here um at hypno punk unstuck headquarters or you're standing up, or you're lying down. I don't know how you're listening to me. It doesn't matter. You can do that in the privacy of your own home, car, work, when you should be working, or at the gym if I'm in your ear. But what is your body doing right now? Not what you think you're doing, but what is your body doing in this moment? Not five minutes ago, not one minute into the future, but right now. Be aware of your body. Ground yourself. What's your body doing? Tune into it. This is the first thing you can do. 
to tune into now. So what's my body doing at this moment? Where are my feet? Where are my hands? Where's my back? Where's my head? Not my brain, not my mind, but my head. What's my body doing right now? Second thing, second way to stay in the now is breathe. Now, it's uh, probably from the beginning of time, from any kind of yoga textbook, meditation textbook, any kind of religious uh, studies that have been out there, anything in personal development, your breath. How are you breathing? Become aware of your breath. If If you're really stressed and you're breathing like this in the top of your diaphragm, or you're breathing all the way into your lower stomach. Just be aware of where you're breathing. Oftentimes when I see people that suffer from the symptoms of anxiety, they're breathing into their chest all the time. They don't really go into their lower diaphragm, into their lower stomach, and they speak a lot like this. And it's no wonder they're friggin' anxious. Because not even breathing, they're not even taking full breaths. They're breathing into their chest. Step number two, to be planted in the now. Breathe. Breathe into your belly button. Feel your tummy full of air. Hold it for a moment and simply breathe out. Notice when you breathe in through your nose, how that air feels coming into your nose. Does it feel cool? Does it feel warm? Are you breathing more from your right nostril or your left nostril? And notice as you breathe out through your mouth, is that air cool? Is it warm? Notice these things. They help to plug you into the now. Step number three, out of being the now, focus your attention. Focus your attention. Well, how do you do that? Well, be aware of what you're thinking of. Think about what you're thinking of right now. Because one of the fastest ways to change your emotional state is to change your physiology, which will in turn change your locus of control in your mind, what you focus on. So if you're focusing on the problem, if you're in the problem, guess what? You get to get more of the problem. If you're focusing on a way to overcome this problem, a solution to it, guess what? You're looking at the problem from the outside in, which gives you a logical level, which is a lot more practical, and the ability to be able to deal with that problem. You can't fix the problem with the same thought that created it. You need to be out of it as best as we can as human beings and bypass our ego as best as is possible. So focus on what you're focusing on. What are you focusing on? Focus on the problem? You're focusing on the solution. Are you in the problem? Are you outside of the problem? Focus. Notice where you're focusing on. All meditation is, very similar to hypnosis, is really focusing on one thing. And yes, your mind will wander from time to time. I've been meditating and doing hypnosis for 20 years. And yes, my mind still wanders. I've talked to Buddhist monks that have been in caves for 30 some odd years. They meditate 10 plus hours a day, yet their mind still wanders. However, we just have the ability to be aware that our mind's wandering and grab it and pull it back before it goes too much on a journey. Almost like the metaphor of an old school typewriter. When you're typing on that typewriter, then that bit at the top is just going off all to the side. Now, if you wait until that thing's gone off all the way to the side, your mind's probably wandered and you're probably not in a great place. But then you have to pull it back. If, however, you notice that typewriter of your mind is just gearing off a little bit to the right, you just pull it back straight away. And the quicker you can catch your mind wandering off, the better. It's not about making you wrong for allowing your mind to wander off. It's going to happen all by itself. You don't control it. The only thing you do have any semblance of control of is just catching it as fast as you can, awareness, and bringing it back. So step number four, focus your attention. Step number five, 
That's right. Peripheral vision of the bells in your mind go off right now. Peripheral vision. What is peripheral vision? Well, peripheral vision from neuro-linguistic programming or if you follow the uh, ancient Hawaiian teachings of Huna. Peripheral vision is the opposite of most what most of us do. Most of us are in phobial vision most of the time throughout the day. Um, and what phobial vision is, is essentially if you imagine there's something in front of you, in fact, imagine you go to the eye doctor and he makes you or she makes you read the uh, the A to the Z in the scrambled up alphabet about what's in front of you. If you were just to focus on one letter, one specific thing of the alphabet soup that's in front of you or one specific part of a picture or one specific part of a wall, it doesn't matter, but one very, very specific thing, what it does is it starts to shut down your pupils and you start to focus on that one thing you can't focus on anything else oftentimes when people start to have obsessive thoughts that's exactly what they're in when they're anxiety in themselves depressing themselves that's what they're in they're in phobial vision very easy to feel a negative emotion what peripheral vision is is the opposite so if now if it's safe for you to do this and obviously you're not driving all right or operate operating any heavy machinery if you imagine you just look at what's in front of you now i don't know what it is it might be a picture it may be a word it may be a person i don't know it may even be a wall but if you imagine just looking at one part of it now keep your eyes where they are in front do not move your eyes but yet now become aware of what's to the right side of it what's to the left side of it what's above it all the way from 180 degrees so even though you're looking at the same spot you've expanded your awareness you've taken in all that information not directly what's in front of you not just what's in front of you but panoramically what's around you and what's above you because you see when you put your awareness completely outside of yourself it's impossible to have a negative emotion it's impossible to be anxious it's impossible to be depressed it's very very difficult to also have physical pain um, when you do this now you can get depression anxiety the symptoms of it and that physical pain back by just queuing in on that thing again and, and going into that foveal vision and focusing on that one thing but if you go back and you expand your awareness to peripheral vision where you're focusing on something in front spreading that awareness out to 180 degrees and keeping your awareness outside it's very very difficult a blip almost impossible to get the negative feeling back to go into peripheral vision going to peripheral vision multiple times of the day some of the most successful athletes that i know when they're actually in a contest whether it be um, mma fighters whether it be golfers cyclists football players hockey players they're actually in that flow state actually in that moment state when they get into peripheral vision where they're taking in all that information at once they're aware of what's to the right what's to the left what's in front of them what's what's above them and they're taking it all in at the same time and they're just reacting to the stimulus what's coming in and they kind of get to see it a split second a millisecond a millisecond if you will before it almost actually happens because they're aware of the micro movements on their opponents thus they're able to have a better strategy on how to deal with it because it's locked into their body it's a peripheral vision, almost that flow state that you hear athletes or very successful, happy people talk about. That's what peripheral vision will help you to do. So that's our next step. Step number five, peripheral vision to stay in the now. Um, step number six. Step number six is animals. I have a couple of cats, Mr. B and Tiger. You may have seen them in some of my videos before. I don't know if you have any cats, dogs, a chihuahua, that's a dog, right? A snake, a trouser snake, a lizard, I don't know. I don't know what kind of animal you have or if you have no animal at all. I'm going to talk about cats, but I think this, you can cross-contextualize this to many different animals. The thing about cats is they purr, right? You've ever been around a cat, you've ever owned a cat, you know that they purr. And they tend to purr 
um, when they're quite content. But what the interesting thing is, 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 is the vibration of which cats um, purr at, and this has been scientifically proven, um, actually can start the regeneration process of broken bones or illness in the body. You can research that kind of stuff if you want. So actually just being around a cat that's purring, being around and perhaps having your hand in an appropriate area on that cat as well can start the regeneration process of, of broken bones uh, or illness inside your body. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like when Buddhist monks um, will chant in a certain way, a certain mantra. Oftentimes there's a rhythm to their mantra. There's a rhythm to it that's been proven to affect the brain waves inside our minds to bring us down to a far more healing yet relaxed and, and calming effect on the brain. There's a rhythm to it. Um, and cats have a rhythm. Uh, I can't remember exactly how they measure the uh, the rhythm to it, but they have um, about how it can help. So if you haven't got a cat, go get a cat. Remember, a cat's not just for Christmas. But love that cat and be around it when it's purring. Spend a couple minutes every day, minimum, to be around that cat, to stroke that cat, to be around that purring. Uh, it's also been proven to help people who suffer from the symptoms of depression or anxiety because it takes them from that high operating brainwave to a lower brainwave, deeper inside, to take them out of that fight-or-flight response to cats very important i'm not sure exactly how dogs can help in that way but uh, as far as vibrations are concerned but i do know that um, um, many many medical facilities whether that be in canada or the united kingdom oftentimes when people are suffering from the symptoms of anxiety ptsd uh, depression and, and, and so forth conditions like that oftentimes they kind of prescribed a dog um, and, and it sounds crazy but yet the dog has been proven to have a profound impact in the person's um on the person's well-being of course as long as you look after and love that dog um so yeah cat animals are um are, are very very powerful for grounding us to putting us in the now and to um to get, get us to operate at a deeper vibration internally and actually affect our brainwave stimulus um and they've actually plugged people's heads into uh or put a headband should i say um or something that looks like it's from a sci-fi movie on people's heads and actually measure brainwaves and the actual effect that cats have on people's brainwaves so very very powerful stuff indeed um, number seven, number seven, seven ways to stay in the now. Unplug. I know some of you are going to be like, well, it's too difficult for me. What do I mean by unplug? I mean, switch off the cell phone, the tablet, um, close the laptop, the computer, shut down the social media, close the newspaper, the book that you were reading, and just be. Just be. Don't try and be anything. Just be. Don't try and distract yourself by eating too much, having too much sex, masturbation, porn, video games, doing a million and one other things. Just be. Whatever you're doing, just be. Don't be five minutes into the future, six minutes in the past. Just be. Now. Feel your body. Feel your mind. Feel what's going on and simply be. And give yourself that gift to just be a few times a day. Even if it's only for 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Just be. Don't sleep. Don't nap. Just be present in that moment. Just be. Just be wherever you are. Just be. Whatever you're doing, just be. So those are the uh, the seven steps to be in the now. Um, but I'm going to give you a couple of bonuses, if that's all right with you. You've got seven things to do right there. Do not get overwhelmed. You do not have to do all seven things perfectly right now. No. 
just take one of those ideas if you want run with it for a week and just notice how it affects your well-being then the next week run with another concept put these things on implementing them in your own life step by step and notice the difference a couple bonuses for you uh, another bonus an extra bonus will be meditation now meditation does not have to be religious it can be if you so wish it doesn't have to be you can swap out meditation for prayer if you choose to be if you're religious you can use religion to help you here if you're an atheist you can use that as well it doesn't have to do anything to uh, religion and it can be absolutely everything to do with religion um, but meditating just be aware of where you are in the moment taking anywhere from one minute to 20 minutes minimum each day to just take a quiet space where you can sit down where you can focus on your body give your body a full scan from the head to toe just to notice what's going on in your body uh, that's a vipassana meditation that's personally what i practice um, you can practice uh, a meditation where you have a mantra like TM, Transcendental Meditation, where you have a mantra, a word that sim that seemingly means nothing because we don't want a word that means anything because it gets us too caught up in, in intellectualizing it. It's easy for me to say. And uh, conscious uh, cognitive programming and processing it. We don't want that. Almost a mantra that means nothing that you repeat that word over and over and over and over and over again inside your head. For approximately 20 minutes um which is a uh, proven and uh, neurologically to have profound impacts on your brain uh transcendental meditation have done lots of studies and surveys with neuroscience over many many years to prove this it's very very powerful um you can use a form of meditation we just focus on one thing it could be like a candle that's in front of you and you just focus on that flame from anywhere from five to 20 minutes each and every day just to get you in the mat now and guess what when you start doing meditation if you've never done it before your mind is going to wonder you're going to think you are not doing it right at all and it's going to be a bit frustrating don't worry about it just let it go simply just let it go and be in the now and just realize you're doing what you need to do your mind is going to wonder remember like the typewriter but you can always bring that back and get that awareness to become faster and faster to bring it back to take up a form of meditation and then one more bonus for you before we wrap up today's show of how to stay in the now is become aware of the of the space between things right now i'm looking at my big tv screen and i see my audacity noise how i'm recording this pop podcast go up and down but i'm aware there's a there's a gap between me and the table which is between the tv that i can see right now my big screen tv so when you become aware of the space between things you realize that sometimes we think we're locked in, we're closed down, everything's tightly packed. But I notice there's, there's, there's space between me and the table. There's a space between the table and the TV. There's a space between the TV and the roof. There's a space between the TV and the laptop, between the TV and the lamp. And when you start to notice and focus on the spaces in between things, it starts to open up your awareness. Again, going back to peripheral vision, to notice just how much space there is. Even if you live in a big city like Toronto, New York City, Tokyo, Japan, London, England, no matter how many people are there that you feel that you're locked into them shoulder to shoulder, you can start to become aware of the space between you and the next person, between you and the next building, between the building and the sky. And just take your awareness to focus on the spaces between things. And it's a surefire way to really plug you in the now and really shut down all that dialogue that just keeps habitually running over and over and over and over inside your head. Become aware of the gaps between things, between objects, between you and things and you and objects. 
So I hope you got something out of that today, guys. There's seven ways to stay in the now with two bonuses. Um, as always, please um, do leave comments for us on uh, iTunes for Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. Leave us a five-star review and tell us what you think. Any subjects you'd like me to cover in the future in uh, in my own unique way. Please tell your friends about this. Listen to us. Um, and also what I'm doing um, this month indeed is what I call I'm giving away 30-minute power sessions. What are power sessions? Well, they're 30 minutes with me, free of charge. Whether that be on the telephone in if you're in Ontario, Canada, or on Skype if you're anywhere else in the world, where we get to chat for 30 minutes about an issue that you have and, and brainstorm some ways that I could potentially help you in the future overcome it and get over that problem once and for all and leave it behind in a way that's not going to cost you a ton of money and tens of years of therapy to stay stuck. If you'd like to claim your... 30 minute power session with me then please shoot me an email at mail at lukenosis.com mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com give me your name tell me a little bit about what your situation is how you think i can help you and leave your telephone number if you're on ontario canada or your skype uh, handle if you're anywhere else in the world and a couple of good times when to reach you and we'll get that and help you to get that to the next level as always, I have been Hypnopunk, and this has been another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. Always believe. <laughs>